Welcome to the second episode of the Open Podcast Podcast. We are quite happy that you tuned in and that you're curious to hear new things about the podcast ecosystem. In this episode, we want to tell you a bit more about the project, what we did last week and what we have learned. And we want to answer the question, does Spotify cache podcasts, which is a tricky question. But before we go into detail, let's start with some basics about the podcast system. In fact, it's really simple. The entire podcast ecosystem is based on a technology called RSS feeds, which is really just an XML file with a bunch of meta information and links to MP3 files. And platforms like Spotify consume these RSS feeds and present the contents to the users. Which is also important to mention here is that they didn't invent this format. It's a super old format. It's just XML. It's quite simple. There you have the title of the episode, for example, title of the podcast and a link to the MP3 file. So everything is structured and can be read by clients, by podcatchers. And Spotify is also just another podcatcher as any other platform app like Pocket Casts, Apple, whatever you use on your mobile phone. Can be any podcatcher app. Exactly. In fact, the technology dates back to the 90s. There was some sort of RSS support in Netscape and it became a standard with the advent of the iPod by Apple. And then it was extended to the format that we know now, which is RSS 2.0. And just like anyone else, we can make use of that format to provide more value. And this is exactly how we think we can go about this project. If you take a closer look to those podcast hosting platforms like Botbean, Anchor, different platforms, what they do in terms of hosting, they just provide this RSS feed to the clients, to the users. And you could do that on your own. You could create in an editor this XML file, create the tags, the content, title, description of the podcast and the MP3 file, of course, for your podcast. Just upload it somewhere on the server on a super stupid old web host. And you tell, for example, Spotify, this is the URL where you can find my RSS feed. And that would already work without a cool, fancy hosting platform. So that would be already sufficient. It's super simple, super simple technology. And what they add, of course, on top is then analytics. They simplify the process to create an episode to fill in the description title so that it is all a bit easier for you. But at the end, they also just provide this file. But coming back to our project, what we want to achieve with the project, we want to provide more statistics, better analytics for you as a podcast host. Because the podcast platforms, usually the statistics are not that good. You can't go into the details. You can't check, okay, is episode five more successful than episode six? When do my listeners listen to the podcast? And all those information are usually not available. And that's exactly where we want to provide a better experience. Now, the way we think how this could work is by providing a forwarder or a proxy in between Spotify and your hoster, for example, Red Circle. So can you can you quickly explain what a proxy is for all the non-tech people? Imagine you have a company laptop and you want to connect to it to the open internet. Sometimes you have a scenario where you don't want all websites to be available, but instead a selection of websites. So for example, in some companies, they block Facebook, right? So you're not allowed to, to visit Facebook while you're on your desk in the company. Exactly. 
And the way you can do that is by having a little application that you connect to from your laptop and that checks whether the website you want to open is allowed or not. And this application is a proxy. And as this proxy sits in between and all the traffic, all the requests go through this proxy, the proxy can decide, okay, I want to block a request. I want to log it. So to say, okay, there was a request to Facebook at five o'clock from this user, for example, or it can also redirect it right to, to another website, for example. I try as a user, I try to go to Facebook, but then I see the company page or information. This is not allowed. So the request is redirected to another page where this behavior is explained, for example, for the company. And that's exactly how we want to, to collect all the information of the requests and the users. So the users or the bot catchers, they go through our proxy to the hosting platform. So the hosting platform stays the same, the user stays the same with the client, but we are sitting in between and we collect the information. And what's beautiful about it is that this has been done for web servers for a very long time. If you have a website and someone opens your website, then you get the same amount of data that we are trying to collect in a very transparent way. You can see a request coming in. You can see the IP address that someone used to connect. You can see which page they requested. And you can do the same for podcasts. So there's no magic. But especially if you're a technical person, you might say, but wait a moment. If I'm in the Spotify universe as a Spotify user, doesn't Spotify cache the requests? so that the mp3 file is stored in the Spotify universe and all the Spotify users access then this mp3 file from the Spotify servers and not from our hosting platform. Same with Apple or Google. And that's really a tricky and valid question. While it is true that clients could potentially do that, it would also mean that they would have to store a lot of data on their servers, which also costs money. And at the same time, it adds complexity to the client logic. But there are some upsides to caching or storing MP3 files for a longer period. One of them being that you can decide what happens with the content. You can avoid outages if the original source goes away. Especially if you think about the podcast ecosystem, everyone could have her own server, right? So you as Spotify, then you're responsible. I can't open a podcast in Spotify because the server is down of Matthias. For example, Matthias has a very shitty server somewhere. It's very unstable. I try to open the podcast and it doesn't work. I would blame Spotify, of course, and not the server behind it because I don't see it, right? I just open it in Spotify. And that's why, of course, they want to provide the same quality for all the podcasts to their, to their users. And that's, of course, an advantage if you cache podcasts. But at the same time, it means that our original plan might be in danger because we cannot possibly track requests that never happen to our worker that sits in between Spotify and your provider. But also for that, we came up with a solution. And that's our importers. And the idea of the importers is that we get access to the Spotify analytics data because you as a podcast host, for example, you can register there, you can claim your podcast, and then you get access to statistics and very detailed statistics from all the Spotify users, for example. 
that's right but it's also very cumbersome to log into these platforms because sometimes you need a username and password as is the case for spotify and apple music and i guess also the other platforms as far as i know but that's also what we want to solve so I know that as a podcast host, if I want to get statistics, I have to look into Spotify. Then I have to look into Apple. They use different metrics. They have different views on, on episodes. What is a listener for them? What is a stream for them? All those, those terms are not comparable. And I have to log into to several platforms and I don't have an aggregated view. And that's our goal. We want to create an aggregated view on all the, the data by, of course, by this proxy, collecting data there. Also importing the analytics data from Spotify, Apple, all the big platforms. So you have to register first, of course, to Spotify as a podcast host. But then we aggregate the data automatically for you. At least that's the goal of the importer and the proxy to collect all this information. But now coming back to the initial question, does Spotify cache podcasts? What is the answer, Matthias? The problem with Spotify is, in fact that they will cache episodes unless you sign a contract with them for Spotify pass-through. And the big podcast hosting platforms, they have such an agreement. And that was also the problem at the beginning. We tried it out with those platforms and we saw a lot of requests. So we thought, okay, there is no caching. But it was just because all the episodes we used were hosted by such platforms that have this agreement with Spotify. And you as a small Podcast host, for example, you can't get this contract. So it's just for bigger platforms, especially for dynamic ad insertion. So if you want to inject ads dynamically to podcasts, so for example, for all the listeners in Germany, they get different ads than all the listeners in New York, for example. You inject dynamically those ads to podcasts. That's already possible. But of course, that's only possible if all the requests go to your server. And are not cached by Spotify because otherwise Spotify would cache the ad for New York. And then if there's a German listener, you would also listen to the American ad, for example, and not the localized version for Germany. And that's why they have this agreement now with Spotify. At least that's our guess. We don't know. We are not aware of the details of this agreement. It's super hard to find any information what is in this agreement, how you can get this agreement. So by the way, if you have any insights about this agreement or how it works, please let us know. Send us a direct message on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is openpodcastdev or send us an email echo at openpodcast.dev. In the meantime, we will work on the importers, try a couple different ideas, try it with a few platforms, see how much information we can get. And we will document all of this on GitHub. So you can check our code at github.com slash open podcast. And what we are also doing, we are conducting a lot of interviews with other podcast hosts to find out what they are using, what platforms they are using, what pain points they have in terms of analytics, especially in the marketing realm. It's very important to have good analytics that you can track things. So we are in exchange with them to get more information because this information is also very helpful for us what features we should develop. So if you are a podcast host and you want to support, please contact us. We can do a quick video chat or just send some questions. Super interesting what you're using, what tools you're using, what pain points you have, or what we can solve in the future with our open podcast ecosystem.
And we did a couple of interviews already. So Matthias, for you, do you have any insights or something that you have learned or that was really new for you? The one thing I was really surprised by was that a lot of hosts already use open source software to host their podcasts. For example, one very popular tool is called Podlove and it integrates with WordPress. And people love, apparently, the transparency that this provides. So it feels like if there is a choice to use an open tool, people will give it a shot. And this is a really positive sign. And Podlove is also doing a very good job in terms of analytics, for example. They have already a lot of data. But the downside, of course, is that you have to set up your own system and maintain your own system. And not everybody can do that, of course. But maybe we should also contact them. I think that would be a good idea. They also have a lot of insights, I guess, about their ecosystem. That's correct. And they probably ran into some of the same problems that we are facing right now. So if you know someone that knows someone from the Podlove development team or knows that knows the dog of the main developer or something <laughs> like that then then now is a great opportunity to support us and with that we conclude the episode thanks a lot for listening we hope that you will tune in again next week with more insights from the open podcast ecosystem bye see you then